Sorry about that. Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel throughout the world. So whether it's Bible resources, worship bands, pastors you may never have heard of, check out the website, find content that hopefully deepens your relationship with Christ, spurs you in a spiritual way of some sort, anything. We were just, we're hope, hope that it is of benefit for you or a loved one or somebody that um, doesn't yet know Christ. Uh, that's also a great opportunity to share some basic information so that they can meet the risen savior. Uh, if you uh, have something to tell us, we'd love to hear it. Drop us a line, comment section. We read all of those ourselves. Uh, we have some great interactions with people as a result of that. So we'd love to hear from you. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, click the donate now button and become a partner. And no matter where you're watching this, whether you're watching on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, X, or Rumble, Rumble. or maybe even in the podcast, I think there's even a place in the podcast podcast to be able to comment. Oh, really? I think so. Live, you mean? Depends on the podcast platform you're using. Like what? Not live, because we don't uh, podcast live. We It's a recorded Late, oh. later but uh it just causes interaction if you uh, would just type a comment especially if you're watching live if you have a comment about what Tojer is saying or about our comment or you have a prayer request more importantly make sure and type that into the comment section so that we can pray uh towards the end of the show and uh, we would love to do that yes um down below, as Hedy pointed out, is resurrectministry.com. Make sure and go there and just check things out. Click around, look for some stuff. And uh, again, as Hedy said, let us know uh, if there's something that we can add to the website. Are you repeating what Hedy said? Uh, because it was just there, and I was just helping them oh, remind them that okay. that website down there was for their usage. <laughs> some people only hear what a woman says, and other people hear what a man says. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't want to listen to that woman. <laughs> Down in the description is our sponsors, or is it are our sponsors? Is our sponsors? Is our sponsors? No, plural is are. Down below our are our sponsors. Well, see, that's much harder to say. The verb is plural. <laughs> Thank you. You, Thank you. I learned so much doing this podcast. <laughs> I learned how to speak English. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Go to LifeWise um, to check out some of the uh, products they have there, which are supplements that you add to your daily life, uh, including some uh, vitamins called The One. It's a it's a package of vitamins, but it's the one package of vitamins that you will need to get your daily dosage of vitamins. It's important to take them. Yeah. <laughs> We've got bags of them around the house. And I, Andy's been sick as a dog and hasn't taken them in weeks. Because my car, oh, it's a whole story. There's a reason why, and it makes sense to me. Even though you see them every I day. I don't see them. My computer blocks my view. <laughs> I don't see them. I know that you see them, <laughs> but I don't see them. I'm Go to livelifewise.tv. I'm going to re-put the box over You're going to re-put? I'm going to relocate the box. <laughs> To make sure it's not just me. Go to livelifewise.tv. That's the URL that we want you to use. That will give uh, them the message that it's coming from our show. Livelifewise.tv. Uh, go there and then also StreamYard. My, uh, so. Go to getstreamyardnow.com to use the platform we're using right now That's to better. broadcast out to all of, uh, of you. 
You could use it for free for a little bit, but if you have a ministry or a hobby or something you want to share with others, make sure and do that. Oh, I was going to add what? a sponsor and I completely forgot. All right, we'll do that later. Go to the Bible and make sure. And always go to the Bible, regardless <laughs> of whether we tell you to or not. It's always a good place to start and end. <laughs> for today, we're going to be reading from 1 Peter 4, 7 to 11. 1 Peter 4, 7 to 11. Uh, so make sure and look into that right now. All right. So we're going to be reading from A.W. Tozier for the Christian Leader for February 24th. I feel like it's somebody's birthday that's uh, in my life. I just don't know who that is. Who is that that's February 24th? Well, no, I don't know. No, it might be one of my sisters. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> the title. And you it, just said it publicly. Too. I know. The title is An Instrument for God to Use. An Instrument for God to Use. Nothing on our calendar. AW references 1 Peter 4.11, and it says, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. To please God, a person must be just an instrument for God to use. For a few seconds, picture in your mind the variety of wonderful and useful appliances we have in our homes. They have been engineered and built to perform tasks of all kinds. But without the inflow of electrical power, they are just lumps of metal and plastic, unable to function and serve. They cannot do their work until power is applied from a dynamic outside source. So it is the work of God in the church. Many people preach and teach. Many take part in, part in the music. Certain ones try to administer God's work. But if the power of God's spirit does not have freedom to energize all they do, these works might just as well stay home. The workers. And the workers, along with their works, <laughs> might as well stay home. Natural gifts are not enough in God's work. The mighty spirit of God must have freedom to animate and quicken with his overtones of creativity and blessing. Lord. Deliver us from our dependency on natural gifts. <laughs> we hunger for effectiveness in your work, but too seldom turn loose to your to let your power flow through us. Amen. Amen. So yeah, uh, please, to please God, just be an instrument. Don't be the power source and the instrument. Just be the instrument. And how many of us miss that? Mm -hmm. You know, we think all of our faculties and all of our talents are what make us great instead of just send me lord i'm here you know yep um yeah this seems to be a theme not only in the devotional of course because yesterday's was very similar to this but also in our uh, community group and even some of the messages and that is to be continually connected to the power source right C to continue to be connected to god through reading the Bible, devotionals, um, prayer, prayer that it's a daily thing that um, is necessary. And then especially like us, we have a home church. We have our community uh, group that's every other Thursday. And then we have our home church uh, once a month on Sunday that um, it would be um, 
I want to say bad, but I'm sure there's another word. It it wouldn't be appropriate. Appropriate. Thank you. That's why I love doing the show. I learn so much every day. <laughs> it wouldn't be appropriate for us to host and be and open our home up if we weren't plugged in to what? his word. Because people would come over, hey, we're going to, let's go and hear the word. And there is a, a little bit of an expectation that when they come here, that we are going to at least, <laughs> at least start. start. <laughs> yeah, at least start the engine. right? At least, or just come and be like, so what does everyone want to talk about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody plug in? Because, you know, <laughs> because we're, we were, we're out of power. Yeah, we, uh, we were really busy. Our, we, we really were waiting for you guys to bring some juice. Our battery is dead. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> no. You go to church one day and the pastor's no. like, you know what? I'm totally out of juice right now. So can uh, somebody take over? Yeah, but I do think that's the pressure that we both felt. Yes. Remember, I mean, because we talked about it a lot early on of what we wanted to do. Right. And either at one point I said, I want to do this thing. And you go, yeah, you're not ready. You're not plugged in, schnooks. <laughs> you, you have no, you have, I don't see any lights coming out of your eyeballs I or your ears. I say that. <laughs> But I think there is a difference in how I started because I was pretty honest at the very beginning. I said, listen, I'm reading a devotional for me and I'm inviting you guys to join me as I'm learning. (laughs) Both of us. We're just letting people listen. No, but I do think there was. We didn't become scholars in the past. We're not scholars. You don't have to be. I guarantee you. I don't think that that's what we don't have to be scholars, but we at least have to be filled with the spirit. We do at least have to be plugged in and have a, you know, have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. Absolutely. So otherwise, you're just clanging cymbals. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But before all that happened, before you, uh, H, uh, what, what do you call it? B H before Hedia. Before Hedia. Um, B H. Yeah. <laughs> Appropriate acronym. I uh, I was I was merely learning in front of everybody, along with everybody, because they would feed in, and I would ask them the questions that I now ask you, and say, "Does anybody know what this means? <laughs> what is this all about? Where do I where do I find a uh, a similar uh, what what book would I find a similar but different take on?" what was being talked about in that particular um, part in our, our Christian history with Jesus Christ, Amen. whether it's in Mark or it's in, oh. you know, Matthew or what have you. Um, so, uh, but where we're at now, I mean, we, we have, we run what's called a ministry. Yes. <laughs> right. I don't think we could do that without being plugged in. Oh, a lot of people do. <laughs> So if you remember early on, I was like, Andy, God will not be mocked. Right. Like, we can't not. This is not like I am scared, fire and brimstone kind of stuff. Like, right. So, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. But some people don't care. No, but we cared enough. We care. For we sure. wanted to, but we there was always that Holy Spirit saying, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> don't open those doors yet. <laughs> yeah, you two. <laughs> you two get your act together first. <laughs> you two have... A lot of work <laughs> just between the two of you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't be bringing other people into your shenanigans. <laughs> uh, before I read all the uh, comments, I, I want to get to the scripture. Um, okay. If you don't mind, first Peter four, seven through 11. 
And remember, this is the new Peter, not the, you know, brash uh, pre-acts to Peter. This is the, this is Peter towards the end of his life. He's seen so much. He has so much um, wisdom to share with us. And he says, and the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Christ Jesus, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So when I read this, I think of not just the early church, but think about the church in China or think about the church in Iran. Mm. Um, this is how they run church. Um, they're gracious and hospitable to one another. Whoever gets a gift of prophecy or gets a gift of healing, they pray over each other. They prophesy to one another because they don't have churches with lots of pews and people sitting in the chairs mm. and listening to a guy who's basically putting on a performance. Um, they operate the way God originally intended. Mm. Um, and that's how their churches are thriving and multiplying. Um, but, and it's one of the reasons we opened our home is to, to have that experience, to how to be hospitable, how to pray for one another, how to use each other's gifts. I mean, that's one of the, my favorite parts about our home church is we never know what's going to happen. We don't know if a healing is going to break out. We don't know if, I mean, the last time we got together, one of our friends says her son has um, a very serious back condition that, that um, yeah. affects yeah. his ability to do strenuous exercise, but he wants to go to the fire department. And so we're really praying that, his scans come up clear that he's able to pass the fireman's test. So we prayed our hearts out, didn't we? Yep. The whole room got together. We prayed. We lifted him to the throne of God. Um, and mom, I get this. Mom was brought to tears. Mom was it brought was to very, tears. Very it powerful. was really powerful. She texts me um, a week ago and says, guess what? He got into the academy. And I was like, praise God. That is amazing. Like, no worry about the back. Nothing. He decides he doesn't want to be a fireman anymore. <laughs> he literally makes it through all of the aptitude tests and gets to go to the academy, has an invitation to the academy, and declines. But that has nothing to do with God. I mean, that's like that's on him. Yeah, well. But God came through. <laughs> so stuff like that. Just just really yeah. cool things. Just people getting prayed over, people getting loved on. Um, we have people that are unchurched, people that don't go to a big building. Um and hang out with other uh, believers. So we just, we love being an opportunity where um, people can prophesy or minister or use the gifts that God gives them. Cool. In the spirit of first Peter four. I like that. Uh, that we're told to be hospitable. Yeah. <laughs> right. I needed that. I needed to be hospitable. Yes. So I mean, I. not that I would kick people out. It's just that no, it's just not to, comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's It requires a certain amount of selflessness. Absolutely. All right. Let's see what people say. This is all you. 
So we have on tonight Carrie News and Kelly and Lisa and Kathy, also known as Spirit Wind View. Hi, folks. I'm kind of down tonight. I'm thinking about people so blinded, like my friend, Miss Sue, 82 years old and calls herself a Christian. And she gets so upset when I try to tell her the truth. I think that's an uh, epidemic in the church right now. Sue must be so happy that Trump won in the. Uh... South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Just perpetuating the, the trauma. <laughs> call hey. her up and call her up and say, hey, Sue, did you hear? <laughs> Dr. K. Hello, family. Uh, Lisa says she can relate to that uh, dilemma. If I start worrying about my prodigal children, I begin to pray the words instead of worry in my thoughts, if that makes sense. Never stop praying for the lost no. and for our broken hearts. We can attest to that. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Kathy, just be the light when they will not hear. Mm. That is how my husband came to Jesus. I love that. Oh, Dr. K's father had the surgery. It was successful. He's in a lot of pain post-op today, but um, we will be praying for his healing. So glad to hear it was successful. I was wondering about that today. Yeah. So thank you. fantastic. Dr. K, wonderful news. We'll keep your dad and his caretakers in our prayers. Um. Dr. K says they are gracious over each other or gracious to everyone they connect with. I have a hard time connecting with wrong believers. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, to be a witness, to be salt and light, to um, to do all that Jesus calls us to, you can't just be nice to the people you like. I mean, it becomes um, I'm, the verse with my brain fog these days, verses are not coming to me as readily as they used to. Uh <laughs> But we have scripture in that effect, too. Um, what does it matter to love those that love you? We have to love our enemies um, and pray for those that persecute us. So, yeah, we had an interesting um, discussion today. We were at an event for a friend of ours, Lisa, who uh, launched her book. Oh, today. yeah. She had a book launch today. And um, it's called... Um, how I found my roar. How she found her roar. How she found her roar. Roar. Um, but we were sitting at a table uh, and talking to uh, a gentleman who sat down and then another woman sat down. I'll, I'll, none, none of us knew each other and kind of introducing each other to, uh, you know, our walk with Jesus and different churches we've gone to and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's interesting how pretty quickly you can get into discussion about the differences of churches, like Calvinism versus, yes. um, uh, you know, not Calvin. Lutheran, <laughs> Lutheran. Catholic, yes. evangelical, uh, Pentecostal, charismatic. But um, I, I think, and I think we were talking about, at some point, we just talked about um, just kind of loving each other, loving each other's church and listening uh, to what God is telling us and the opportunity we have to get to know people regardless of where they fall in that, that yes. spectrum, you know, people that like the chosen people that don't like the chosen, <laughs> but we can, but we start, it, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, are, are we, are we harming? I sometimes wonder, um, our witness, by being so divisive on the even the issues that are within the Christian faith oh, alone. Oh, people hate that. Absolutely. Mm. I think that ruins our witness a lot. 
Okay, so the heresy hunters. Yes. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> People like, oh no, they're not Christians, or that's heresy. Then nobody ever uses the word saying that's heresy, but mm. they, that's basically what they're saying. Yeah. Um, and so when we cast aspersions on one another, um, it's divisive. Mm. It really is. <sighs> and I am, I have found blessings and beauty in all of the denominations. So unless somebody tells me Jesus is just a man, I'm cool. Like as long as they believe in the fundamentals, like the basic five principles, uh, Jesus is the risen savior. He died for our sins for us to have eternal life. Uh, God, father, Holy ghost. Like as long as we're not arguing about the closed hand issues that Driscoll says, um, I'm, I'm good. How about when it gets to, so you're in this discussion and it's just kind of helping our friends there is that it gets into a discussion about pre-trib and post-trib and do you, if they're the opposite, do we then avoid that discussion or just say, oh, well, that's interesting. Well, I, mean, had, I was in that situation repeatedly in our Bible study hmm. because the Bible study teacher, uh, didn't believe in pre-trib, hmm. was not pre-trib. Uh, there's the whole, I don't know what category they call it when they believe the trip is, um, or mid-trip. I would say she was like mid-trip. Yeah. Um, our definition of when trips started, I think, was the controversy. But I'm not going to fight over that. I mean, I may say a couple of points on why I think they're distinct based on, you know, first, second Thessalonians, but mm -hmm. by what I've been taught. But I'm not going to die on that hill. Because right. I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody knows for sure. So I'm not willing to die on that hill. Like I said, only if somebody comes up to me and says, Jesus is just a man. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, <laughs> you and I part ways, brother. Yeah. Outside of those extremes, I'm I'm not prepared. I do like, though, I mean, that gives us the opportunity on the drive home from an event that we go, okay, what'd you think about that discussion we were having? Right. <laughs> And so, the guy got so, okay, so this guy was like, oh, I don't like that church because he's Calvinist. And he's like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have said he that. He panicked. He panicked. And I was like, no, don't panic. Oh, I can totally get it. You don't want to go to a church where it's like you know that everybody there doesn't believe anybody else can attend because they're not destined to unless God calls them. Like, I get it. It's kind of it's kind of uh, ethnocentric. Calvinism is, is a strange doctrine. I find it weirdly appealing, but it's a strange doctrine. Mm. So if you know for sure he is a Calvinist, I can understand why you don't want to go. Yeah. Um, but he was so worried that we'd be so freaked out by his comment. Um, he kept trying to pedal it back. But um, that, I felt like, uh, that cat was already down the street. Sorry, I put some of the supplements in my mouth. There. <laughs> I didn't want them to melt in my pocket. But um, he sh I had this weird feeling that there's something about us being uh, Calvary. Calvary is not Calvinist. No, no, no. But I'm just saying that he goes, well, I'm not a... I'm He's not, not a Calvary person. He's not a Calvary person. I couldn't figure out by the end of what church he actually goes Me to. Me either. <laughs> or if he actually does. Because he sounds like one of those people that I met recently that was just about, I don't go to church, I just I just follow Jesus. Because mm. that's a whole unchurched movement. So he It does sound like that. Because he, said, he goes, I don't get out much. And he didn't repeat the word Jesus. Mm. He only talked about God. He was an older gentleman. Yeah. Um, and I was so, like, whatever floats your boat, bro. Yeah. He was nice enough. Yeah. He had a good smile. He seemed happy. Absolutely. 
All right, where were we? Sorry, I just I saw the uh, the discussion about uh, wrong wrong thinking Christians. <laughs> don't don't argue doctrine. It's all man made. Stand firm on God's word. Jan French is up above that. Oh yeah! Hi, Jan. Thank you for the prayers for Jim. His AFib stopped after twenty eight yes. hours. Awesome. He's having an IV stress test on Tuesday. Mm. Yay, Jim! We miss you guys. We love you. Continue to pray for you. You guys are in my prayers every um, every morning, Jan. It's awesome. Uh, okay, so Carrie says, say we can agree to disagree as long as it is not a salvation issue. Yes, amen. Yeah. As long as we trust Christ and Christ alone for our salvation, I believe we are saved. That's a good point. 100% Carrie and Calvary is evangelical. Yes, we are now on the terror list. Yes. We are Christian nationalists now. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> Pastor Jack Hibbs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jan says, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm not sure if up, up even a little bit higher, if there was one. No. No. Okay. I think we got it. Sorry about that. Yvonne. Oh, sorry, Yvonne. She missed the notification. I know. those. They're kind of tricky, those yeah. notifications. They're a little weird. <laughs> I identify as a Christian nationalist. See, that's the thing. It's so controversial. Um, and I got to tell you, I remember uh, as a Muslim, the the insults that were hurled on Muslims at the time, they were like, you want um, America to be a Muslim nation. And in private, you ask any Muslim that, they'd be like, yes, of course, we'd want to be a Muslim nation. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd be like, oh my God. So then you are a terrorist. Like, no, why does that make me a terrorist? <laughs> so now when I'm on the flip side of that argument where people are like, you want the whole country to be Christian? I was like, sure. So ironic. God has such a sense of humor. Has such a sense of humor that I'm on the other side of that of that coin now. When you were uh Muslim. I didn't want the whole world to be Muslim. No, I, I doesn't ask you. No, I thought it was bad enough that I. But was. you were bringing a bunch of Christians into the Muslim faith, right. into the into Islam. Yeah, but I didn't want the whole country to be Muslim. Oh. I, and I was I was an oddity that way because I thought wow. we would. I, I mean, then we would have Sharia, and then we would get, the women would be locked up in the house. Right. You know, I I didn't want that. <laughs> but for ninety nine percent of Muslims, you would ask, would. Hmm. So when you have a faith like Christianity and um, the tolerance, just the just the love and the the foundation of of our faith, you're like, sure, I would love everybody to be Christian, mm. but I I will not impose that on people, and nor does our faith impose it. Come full circle to the Calvinist discussion, you know, half of the Christians don't even believe you can come into the faith unless God calls you, unless you're predestined to come into the faith. Oh, wow. Well, you definitely can't come in unless God calls you. Like, yeah. that's so we don't believe in forcing someone because you can't come in any <laughs> even if you're trying to yeah. force them. Uh, I forced my oldest daughter. Yeah, it just doesn't work. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, she's got it. They, they, she would have to accept Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior and have to be a, a free will. Uh, I know that goes without saying, but I'm just. Right? Yeah, Christian just nationalism just, is a psyop to take out independent Christian churches. Mm. Yes, there's a theory. I wish it was an acronym that for Christian nationalists. I can't come up with one that sounds good, like MAGA. 
Yeah, right. But, but Christian nationalist. I forget who said it, but I identify as a Christian imperialist. That was us that said it. <laughs> I bow to and yes. serve King Jesus. Yes. Amen. Uh, Pastor Jack did a great interview with Jan Markle and Tommy Lahren. It's amazing that his prayer was over three weeks ago and the liberals are still crying. <laughs> yeah. And actually, our interview of him is kind of prophetic because I brought that out in the interview. I was like, you're, be you're often accused of being a Christian nationalist. And he's like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> None of us know what it means. Uh, I had somebody. Um, well, the, I mean, I think essentially that you believe that American America was founded on a uh, a no. god. No. No. What does their version of it mean? Oh, their version. Yeah. Well, what, Terrorist. What, what is the no? But what is the accusation? It means that we we intend to create laws that follow biblical principles that we believe the Bible should govern our country. Hmm. And I have a hard time answering that question. Meaning, well, like, we don't want Levitical laws governing our country. It's a very, it's not, it's not as clear cut as you would think answering mm -hmm. that question. Because if you if you use the definitions that we used for Islam in the in the terrorism field, um, it's not so easy when it's flipped, right, uh, to Christianity, but. I, I look forward to seeing that, um, Yvonne, that interview. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, one of my recent videos about what's going on at El Dorado High School and the principal, and one of the things I talked about is that he is the fact that he doesn't um, uh, uphold the dress code. Right. And and he said, you know, in a response to one of my emails is that, well, we've, we've uh, you know, targeted, not targeted, we've, we've violated the 27, you know, people for violating the dress code. And I laughed and said, you know, in an entire year, 27. <laughs> I said, you see 27 when you drop off your kid for five right. minutes. And so there was a complaint. I told you about this, right? A complaint was sent to the district about me. Uh, that, that happens every week though. Yeah, but I go, I, but I don't work for the district. But anyway, the complaint was that I was a pervert because I noticed that people weren't dressing oh, appropriately. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, and, and then she also said, Andy believes we live under Sharia law. And so I re I made a retort video and, and and read what the dress code is. And it's a very simple one, is that the, the clothes can't be see-through, that you can't have belly shirts and you, have, you can't have your butt cheeks hanging out of the shorts. You can't have like Budweiser on your t-shirt if you're a boy. And I think hats have to be black, white, or gold with the only an Eldorado logo. They can't have other logos on there. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's, a, yeah, it's a very simple thing. And I said, I don't know where she got Sharia. This is not Sharia law. <laughs> I go, do you know what Sharia law is? This, this, is a, this isn't that. But I think that what she says there all attacks me based on the fact that she knows I'm Christian. Like those are the things that you would attack only somebody that, you know, that, that what they're trying to um, claim is that I'm trying to bring in Christian rules and morals and values into the school. But I think by accusing you of bringing Sharia, she's saying it's extreme. Which is actually That's a good thought. way of phrasing the the accusation. Yeah. Because if she were to say this, you're trying to bring in Christian values, everybody yeah. would have been like, so? <laughs> <laughs> so they often do that, though. They often yeah. go to the extreme uh, to try to make a point that is it's just nonsense. Uh, so uh, Carrie says they are tearing down laws in America, which are based on Christian principles. Yeah. That's the rub, Carrie. Yeah. Is that... Um, 
when when someone says to me, because yeah, I had somebody ask me this question, so you believe that the laws of America should be based on the Bible? And I was like, well, a lot of our laws are already based on the Bible, so I actually don't have a problem with that. But um, that could also be taken um, to an extreme, hmm. uh, which is we have as part of the Bible, the Old Testament. Yeah. So there are lots and lots and lots and lots of rules that um, are technically part of the Bible that we don't um, necessarily want imposed um, as part of our country's laws. Well, thou shalt not murder and thou shalt not steal are in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> but, you can, but what they're doing is they actually are doing their very best to remove those. Those are those too strong. Too right? Exactly. They're releasing people that are, you know, beating up cops that are uh, committing. I mean, the, you have uh, the Arizona uh, DA, I believe it. No, um, uh, Attorney General. I think it's the Arizona Attorney General. There's somebody who's been arrested for stabbing four women uh, and doing some other stuff. Well, he has an arrest warrant in New York for murder. And right. the and the Attorney General in Arizona says, well, I don't, I'm not going to send this guy. I'm not going to extradite him to New York because they may let him go ah. because they do let go murderers. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's saying, she goes, I, I, I don't want to send him there. Like I'm not going to extradite him because I don't trust New York. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. And so these are the things that we have to now suddenly worry about. We used to be all be on the same side, each one of the States, but uh, not anymore. <laughs> this is Lisa, where are you cutting and pasting this, this language from? <laughs> Their goal is to psychologically prime the target audience to believe there's a lurking threat that will become an emergency later. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, yeah. it's a common it's a common tactic. Creating a reflective, reflexive conditions and priming the target audience to behave the way they need them leads leading up to the crisis. Yeah. Yes, I like this expression, Yvonne. United States of Anarchy. Crazy. Mm. Very strange. Dr. K. Oh, yeah. Yvonne's uh, happy to hear about Dr. K's father and um, healing in recovery. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what happened? It's my mom's um, best friend. I'm worried that maybe she's there with me. Uh, all right. Well, we, we are near the time to uh, pray for some those of the yes. people that have commented about prayer requests. I would like to uh, add to the prayer for Lisa's uh, book to reach yes. the audience that needs to hear it. Absolutely. Her book is about is mostly for women uh, to help them understand what their role may be in uh, the world as Christian leaders uh, to stand up against some of the things we've been talking about. Yes. Uh, protecting kids and families and, and that type of thing. So I think that's... Uh, a good book that everybody should check out. What's it called again? Uh, How She Found Her Roar. You can find Lisa it on Amazon Hernandez. right now. Lisa Hernandez. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. Uh, it's just, uh, I don't think it'll be ready until Monday, I believe, I think, for uh, to be able to see it. Good job, Schnugs. Look at you. How She Found Her Roar by Lisa Hernandez. Awesome. Um, yes, yeah, so your mom's with a friend right now. I don't know, oh. just the best friends calling me. Oh, so I'm a little worried. 
Yeah, so that uh, that's rare. Yes. I need to find out what's going on. All right, let's go into our our prayer request. So, who was the other prayer request? Uh, it was. Um, let's see, Jan. Continued healing for Jan. Jan, Jim. Uh, he's uh, having an, a a test, a stress okay. test, done type of thing. Um, and I think it's Dr. K's dad is still having some pain. Is that, am I correct on that? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Oh, dear Lord, thank you for this time of fellowship and thank you for our dear family of believers. Uh, we're so grateful for all that you do in and through us. So grateful for your word, Lord. Um, that it is sharper than two edge than a two-edged sword, cutting through bone and marrow, through sword and spirit, revealing our thoughts and um, our intentions. Lord, we ask um, that our intentions be aligned with yours, that our will be aligned with yours, not our will, but yours be done, Lord. Uh, we uh, look forward to healing and restoration for our friends, for Jan and for Jim, for Dr. K's father, um, a continued recovery for Eddie and for Carrie um, from their ailments, Lord. And you know best the needs of each of our listeners, Lord. And um, we ask that you provide them a complete and um, total restoration to good health, Lord. We also lift up Lisa and her new book, Lord, that you bless it and make it reach as many people as possible and that you bless her in this experience as she seeks to serve you as um, you have called her to, Lord, and it has not been easy, but um, you have so blessed her along the way, and we're grateful to have her in our circle, in our in our church family. Um, we love you, Lord. We ask all things in the name of your precious son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends. That was fun. Let's see. We had a bunch of comments come in. And... Uh, available on Amazon. Yes. Yes, it is available on Amazon. Sorry, it's <laughs> coming in as I'm going up. Uh, good evening, Kevin. Home of the first game art in the world. Who knew? Really? I got caught shoplifting when I was in second grade at Kmart. That's so random. It's a whole other story. Well, he's yeah. talking about Kmart. It's not I random. Know. Well, I mean, I got arrested when I was. <laughs> When I was 10 years old, oh or whatever God. it was. How old are you in second grade? I don't know. Prayer requests for Tracy and I meeting tomorrow. We're working with great comfort. God. Oh, right, sharing the gospel. Sorry, Lisa. We, I didn't see that before I finished praying, but I will add you to my prayer list tonight. For sure. All right. This. <laughs> I'll tell the story about getting caught shoplifting uh, on, the, on, the next, on the next devotional. Thank you. Everybody's going to be just pins and needles, pins and needles until Boy. then. All right, my friends. We love, love you guys. guys. God bless. Talk to you later. Bye. Take care. Bye.